Welcome to episode 33 of 10 Minute Tips to Teach Music. Welcome to 10 Minute Tips to Teach Music with Clarissa Custom Music's very own Kerry Lacey. Good morning and welcome to 10 Minute Tips to Teach Music. This is episode 33. So for those that are new to our podcast, don't forget that there is a support blog. So if you go to the website, each blog post contains a transcript of the podcast along with any items that might be of use, whether it be links or handouts or um, samples of work, whatever it might be. So head on over to the website, which is www.clarissacustommusic.com.au. That's K-L-E-R-R-I-S-A custommusic.com.au and if you go to latest news that's where you'll find the support materials for each of the episodes. So today's episode is about carousel teaching. Now what on earth is carousel teaching? Well in its simplest form it's a cooperative learning strategy that involves movement, discussion and reflection. It's a bit like a gallery walk. Now that was named by a teacher in the States called Shelley Gray. Um, it's basically where the students work on their own and they complete a series of tasks around the room or the school environment. Uh, and so they tick off those tasks and they move from station to station. In Carousel, they work in small groups moving from these stations. So this type of strategy was really popular in the 90s with a lot of teachers. Most would use it either at the start of a unit to assess the student's prior knowledge or it'd be used at the end to assess their understanding of what they've just experienced. They'd set up maybe five to seven stations around the room, usually with big sheets of butcher's paper stuck up on the wall and the students would work in their groups. They'd take the given marker and they'd walk from station to station discussing the activity, making their own notes on the butcher's paper and usually on the butcher's paper were the instructions for the activity. At some point in the lesson, the groups would all come back together to the centre of the room and the teacher would go through the stations and discuss and validate what the students had put on the sheets and discuss any misconceptions or any problems with any of the content. Now, most music teachers took this a step further. They'd create playing stations or creation stations. Each station would be set up with a practical activity and the students would rotate around the activities. And there's various ways to set this up in a space, but the biggest struggle was... How do you do it in one classroom, particularly with acoustic instruments? It made the problem so much more difficult. And, of course, back in the 90s, the elements of technology were nowhere near as advanced as they are now. So you couldn't have stations under headphones and all sorts of things that made it quite tricky. Recently, though, I went to a school that had carousel teaching as their sole structure of their entire programming from years 7 to 10. Yes, they had an incredible space that had been purpose-built. They took walls out of a couple of rooms, added a live stage complete with lights. They popped in three breakout rooms that contained band setups allowing for group work. They set up single creation stations under headphones and they had a teacher check-in. The students were controlled by a Google Doc that instructs them as to what they are doing at each station and Moodle is where the content was delivered. It was pretty amazing, I've got to say. Um, and it was really suited to their central focus because their central focus was it's all about the gig. So it was all about live performance collaboration and learning the skill set required for that live performance or for that collaboration. 
And when I saw it in action, I was pretty impressed. So I immediately went home and tried the structure with one of my classes. It was during a time when I was looking at lots of different structures to be delivered in the school. The school had a um, very fixed uh, classroom structure and it certainly didn't suit my integrated teaching style. So that um, I was always looking for new ways of delivering content. I highly recommend if you're going to do this to trial all sorts of things with just one class rather than um, sitting on ideas and waiting for the right conditions or waiting until you've written the whole program. I mean, just choose a class that are flexible, who are really honest kids about the effectiveness of the program and the structure, who are going to give you honest feedback and be confident for them, allow them to give you honest feedback. Uh, classes feel really important when they're charged with what I call the guinea pig request. I always say to them, so I need you guys to be guinea pigs for me. I need you to trial this. We're thinking of rolling this out throughout the rest of year seven or the rest of year eight, but I need a class to trial it first and you've been hand chosen. They do take the work very seriously and they take the job very seriously. So it's a good one. Um, if you want to trial anything, pick the right class. Anyway, this was a time when room structures and layouts had to change because they were really inflexible. So uh, on the support documents, I've got a graphic of the Moodle structure that I set up because I used Moodle. Uh, you can see that when you look at it that I've created different categories like theory division and bring on the keys. This was a practical um, unit based on the classics. Uh, so they had to look at playing keyboard and instruments of the orchestra, basically. They had focus on sound, which was about their instruments, and then creation station, which is their composition, and classics DNA, which was theoretical work, I guess, and melodic madness was obviously about melodies. Uh, this is all based around melodies and, and melodic structures. Um, underneath that graphic, uh, I've also put a sample of what was in mission control, because that's where their instructions were about how the cycles worked and how the missions worked and how submission worked. Um, anyway, I divided class into groups and each group started at the beginning, theory division, uh, and they worked through the activities. Um, each graphic uh, box contained a series of cycles. For example, in theory division, there was cycle one, which was welcome to the orchestra. And then they moved on to bring on the keys where they had to learn to play Ode to Joy. And then they moved on to creation station where they had to use Ode to Joy and do a remix in garage band. So you can see how it was kind of filtering through. The next, next cycle was melody writing. So the second bring on the keys was musical capers. They had to play something, a melody, and then creation station was a melodic collaboration where they got together in groups and they wrote a melody together. Uh, so you can see melodic jigsaw, that was in line with If I Had Words from Babe, and there's a fanfare line and then there's a quiz line. And So you can see when you look at the three samples I've got there how the structure kind of happened. Uh, each cycle had an instruction sheet and the sheet contained all the instructions complete with hyperlinks to locations that I wanted the kids to use and they were given a timer to stay on task and if they didn't complete the activity then they had to do it for homework and I used a Google Doc to manage it. Now I've also put a sample of one of the sheets in one of the music collaboration, the melodic collaboration sheet and you'll see at the bottom of it it says time to check in with your teacher. Now they had to check in at various times with me uh, to go through what they had created and all that sort of stuff, show, show and tell I guess. Now you're probably thinking to yourself, gosh that takes a heap of time to set up and you were totally right. Um, it took me over a week of my holidays, I think it was 10 days in total, to create the whole structure, the instructions, all the sheets and upload it to Moodle. And my internet was not crash hot. So 
it probably would have taken a lot less time if I had better internet. Um, and you're probably thinking, gee, this is impressive that the kids actually got it all done. Well, most of them did. I had six groups, four managed to get everything done uh, to some degree. Some of the students in some of the groups didn't do every bit and piece of every activity because they didn't need to because some of them were knowledgeable music students already, so they had quite a bit of grounding. So some of the theoretical work, they only did one or two activities. They didn't need to do all of them and things of that nature. Um, and at the time, this was where the students had two 38-minute periods a week, so not a lot of time. Um, the feedback was interesting from the class. Uh, all the students agreed the structure was great. Uh, they thought that it was really clear. Um, they did struggle with the technology aspects. Um, our Wi-Fi wasn't so crushed out at the time. Um, some of the activities were a little bit too big uh, to complete in the time frame, so some of them said they had a bit more homework than they would have liked, but that's always going to be a problem, isn't it? Um, the uh, kids obviously said break that up a little bit. They liked the collaborative nature of the products, like the activities, which was a really good win because it meant that the focus areas were uh, building on relationships. That's what I wanted to do with the activities, so it was good. And I was pleased to hear that they enjoyed the activities. They did suggest, however, that all of Module 1 be put together. So instead of having to jump from one box to the next, the first box is like Module 1 and the title is maybe not Theory Division but something else. Um, so that all of the modules, they could see that there were five modules and they had to get through the work that way. So I thought that was a, a clever way of thinking. Uh, I quite like that. And of course, since then, um, uh, I got my um, colleagues, one of my colleagues, to trial it with a lower ability class. Um, there was nowhere near as much success. It highlighted the need for further visual support. So a lot of those kids struggled with all of the task sheets because there was lots of written instructions. Um, perhaps some of them needed to be more visual. I had a student this year say, Miss, if we had a video explaining it and then a transcript, that would be really good. Or a, or a uh, video and a task sheet that had, you know, images from the video and things of that nature, instructions broken down a little bit, a little bit easier that they could refer to. And I thought that was a good idea. Um, of course, then now, since we've done this, the timetable's changed. Um, so we now have one 60-minute period a week, which is a bit challenging. Um, but this time we're going to try a carousel setup. So we're actually going to try setting one of the classes, one of the setups in one of the rooms um, and actually set up physical stations. So we're going to set up two electronic stations using a GM Harvard Roland HS5 session mixer and then two acoustic stations where there's ukuleles, acoustic guitars, iRigs, egg shakers and cajons and three independent electric guitar keyboard stations. We've got flexible furniture now, uh, which is quite good, and we plan to use fluorescent gaff tape to mark up the spaces. Uh, shout out to Greg Thraits for that particular um, tip. When I went over to his school, he, um, he had that tip of gaff on the floor to subdivide areas, which is really interesting to watch children deal with it, but it's a great one. So I'll let you know how that goes because we're looking forward to trialling that sort of setup. There's a lot of power in carousel teaching. Um, don't be afraid to try it, even if it's just with one class. Then if you think they need lots of self-discipline, kids actually don't need that much self-discipline. They really do handle it quite well. Remember, not all classes need to do everything exactly the same way. We have a couple of different setups for content delivery in our programming. And sometimes even within the one class, some of the kids will follow one path while another group will go a completely different set of, of destination, I guess. Um, obviously now they're calling it differentiation, but it's the same thing. In the future, I do plan to launch a subscription set 
for my resources. And as schools and teachers start to move into environments with better technology support, online access to these resources will be really advantageous. And the plan is to release a carousel package so that you can trial it for yourself. So this particular package that I wrote um, uh, for, my, for myself and for my trialling, I plan to package it a little bit differently and change some of the activities and, um, and, and actually release that. So look out for that. That's coming in the next couple of weeks or so. Um, but in the meantime, I hope that that's given you a few tips for your classroom. And until next time, I look forward to um, sharing some other suggestions with you in the future. Have a great day. You've been listening to 10 Minute Tips to Teach Music with Clarissa Custom Music's Kerry Lacey.